It's Tuesday, June 20th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A rescue operation was underway deep in the waters of the Atlantic Ocean on Monday in search of a technologically advanced submersible vessel carrying five people to document the wreckage of the Titanic, the iconic ocean liner that sank more than a century ago. The vessel was reported overdue Sunday night about 435 miles south of St. John's, Newfoundland, according to Canada's Joint Rescue Coordination Center in Halifax. Lieutenant Commander Lynn Hickey said a Canadian Coast Guard vessel and military aircraft were assisting the search effort, which was being led by the U.S. Coast Guard in Boston. According to the Coast Guard, the craft submerged Sunday morning and its support vessel lost contact with it about an hour and 45 minutes later. The submersible was operated by OceanGate Expeditions. In other news, Tropical Storm Brett has formed over the central Atlantic Ocean and will likely become a hurricane tomorrow, the National Hurricane Center said Monday. The storm now has winds of 40 miles per hour and continues to move quickly to the west, according to the center. The Hurricane Center first identified the storm as a tropical depression a little over 1,400 miles east of the Windward Islands in a Monday morning update. Environmental conditions appear conducive for strengthening over the next few days, with a much warmer-than-normal ocean in the depression's path, along with plentiful mid-level moisture and light shear, the center said. The storm could impact the Leeward or Windward Islands later this week. The Leeward Islands, located where the northeastern Caribbean Sea meets the western Atlantic, include the Virgin Islands, St. Martin, and Antigua. Around the world, an Israeli raid into one of the tensest cities in the occupied West Bank erupted Monday into a massive firefight, leaving at least five dead and dozens wounded as the Israeli military struggled to rescue troops under heavy fire. The Palestinian Ministry of Health said of the five dead, two were in their teens and three in their 20s. At least 91 were wounded in the clashes, 23 of them in critical to severe condition. Eight Israeli troops were injured and successfully evacuated, according to the Israel Defense Forces. About 11 hours after Palestinian sources first said the incursion began, an IDF international spokesperson confirmed that Israeli troops and vehicles were out of Jenin. Back in the U.S., President Biden wants to bring India closer to the United States as the administration tilts its foreign policy towards Asia and looks to build partnerships in the region in the face of an ascendant China. Mr. Biden will welcome Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi to the White House on Thursday for a state visit and has made clear he sees U.S. ties to India as a defining relationship. New Delhi, as Mr. Biden sees it, will be essential to addressing some of the most difficult global challenges in coming years, including climate change, disruptions related to artificial intelligence, and China's growing power in the Indo-Pacific. Much is at stake for both sides in the Indian leader's three-day visit to the U.S., which which begins Wednesday with a stop in New York where Mr. Modi will lead an International Yoga Day event at the United Nations. The Indian Prime Minister hopes to strengthen U.S.-India economic and military ties. He also has his own worries about Chinese military activities along the Himalayan border and in the Indian Ocean. And... NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg said there are no ongoing discussions about issuing Ukraine a formal invitation to join the alliance 
at its summit in Vilnius, Lithuania next month. In a joint press conference Monday with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Berlin, Stoltenberg said the issue of Ukraine's membership was not part of any discussions in advance of the July summit, but he stressed that leaders were actively discussing how to move Ukraine closer to NATO. I'm not in a position to preempt the outcome of those consultations, Stoltenberg said in response to a reporter's question about Ukraine's potential membership. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky previously had pressed Stoltenberg and leaders of NATO and the European Union to outline a timeline for the country's accession. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.